Good morning. This is City Church together for Tuesday, September 22nd. As the serpent said when he slithered into the garden, welcome to the fall. Today is the first day of fall, so watch out for that hanging fruit, all you eaves out there, all right? <laughs> yeah, that's Jacob likes that one. All right, Bible jokes, everybody, Bible jokes. Um, I'm glad that you're with us this morning. Uh, this week, we are going to meditate on uh, Isaiah 55, which is just a, a chapter that is chock full of beauty and um, delicious thoughts about God. So we're going to um, work our way through that this week. We'll be doing it in three sections. Um, and I want to, uh, little, a little something for all of you podcast listeners. If you have not yet listened to Justin Bieber and Chance the Rapper's song, Holy, um, that I am sure that that will come up in podcast episodes. It may even come up today as we're talking about covenant. Um, there's there's much to talk about culturally with that song juxtaposed to the song that previously held the number one spot on uh, Spotify, which I will not tell you because I don't want you to watch the video or look up the lyrics of that song. Um, but um, "Holy" by Justin Bieber and Chance the Rapper, which you may not know this was written by one of my favorite artists, John Bellion. Um, I listened to it today. I watched the video today. I wept. I worshiped. And um, the cultural significance of that song at, at in a number one spot following up uh, Cardi B's number one song. So go and listen to that song, Holy, written by John Bellion, performed by Justin Bieber and Chance the Rapper. Watch the video because the video confirms all of my positive suspicions about that song um, by two guys who have read Tim Keller's Meaning of Marriage, which I think I mentioned on here during it. So this is a great one. That's a great song and video to follow up our discussion about gender and sexuality from a couple of uh, weeks ago. So there's that. Share with you, and um, you can join me in celebrating uh um, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Here's Isaiah 55. Isaiah 55. Uh, we will start off with the first, um, let's see, five verses. Isaiah 55, one through five. Come, everyone who is thirsty, come to the water. You without silver, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without silver and without cost. Why do you spend silver on what is not food? and your wages on what does not satisfy. Listen carefully to me and eat what is good, and you will enjoy the choicest of foods. Pay attention and come to me. Listen so that you will live. I will make a permanent covenant with you on the basis of the faithful kindness of David, and I have made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. So you will summon a nation you do not know, and nations who do not know you will run to you. For the Lord your God, even the Holy One of Israel, has glorified you. And that is the word of the Lord from Isaiah 55. Um, uh, Jacob, our worship leader during uh, worship a couple of weeks ago, um, actually opened, uh, this, this was the call to worship 
um, that week. And um, I told Jacob that he he pointed out something to me through this um, that was just spectacular. I I love when I can think through um, sort of the peculiarities of the reasons why words are used, and it just helps me organize and frame up um, the different blessings of God, the different ways that Christ's atonement of us um, provides for us, um, similar to, you know, like the different names God has, how, how that can um, uh, how that can inform who God is and, and what he is, how he is worthy of praise. So um, Isaiah 55 starts out with um, just a beautiful, inclusive invitation. Come, everyone who is thirsty, and come to the water. And look what it says, what, what Isaiah says next. You without silver, come by and eat. There is food, sustenance. There is something to obtain, but it, you can't buy it with money. You cannot purchase this with money. It is, has to be purchased with something else. Come by wine and milk without silver and without cost. So what Jacob pointed out when he read this in our worship gathering uh, a couple of weeks ago is that the, the, um, besides the bread, um, the three uh, liquids that are offered um, are water, milk, and wine. Um, water, of course, is um, a basic life necessity. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Water is a basic life necessity. Um, as well as, you know, when you're parched, when you're thirsty, nothing quenches your thirst like water does. Um, you know, there's, there's no salt in it when it's fresh water. And so it doesn't take from you. It gives to you. It is, it's refreshing. And of course, you know, Jesus, um, offers living water. So it is a, it is a sign of both giving life, uh, of, of sort of life giving refreshment. Um, and then there is, um, milk. Um, milk, of course, is associated with um, feeding uh, an infant, of growing a child into maturity, and so milk is this is this liquid that comes. It's um, it's of course a very intimate liquid. It comes from the breast, and so there is a connection and an attachment uh, for our growth. So we have we have refreshment. Uh, we have life giving refreshment. We have attached nourishment um, coming from a, a parent to a child. And then there's wine. Um, and of course, wine is um, a drink for the mature. Um, wine is a beverage that is, um, is has to, it, the beverage itself has to mature over time to actually become wine. Uh, and it is also a celebratory drink. And so it is often, you know, associated in scripture and with the Hebrew people in the celebration of festivals, et cetera. And, you know, in the New Testament, of course, Jesus gives it as a picture of his blood and the new covenant of the, the, um, the new heavens and new earth that is to come through his spilled blood, which is represented in the cup. So as there's this, um, you know, it takes time, um, you know, the great theologian, 
there said there might be a little dust on the bottle, but don't let it fool you on what's inside, right? Like there is this, it has to age, but but after waiting and waiting and waiting for that celebratory time to show up and the maturity to rise to adulthood, um, then wine sort of is this is is this celebration of all that has um, come to maturity. So you get that picture in these three drinks that are offered in Isaiah 55. And then the question in verse 2, why do you spend your money on what is not food, your wages on what does not satisfy? So we have the opposite happening in verse 2 that happens in verse 1. In verse 1, you get everything you need and desire to quench your thirst and you pay nothing for it. In verse 2, you are paying everything for something that does not satisfy that does not quench. And you think in the opposite of those three drinks, you are paying you you are paying a steep price for something that is not refreshing and does not satisfy and is not life-giving. You are paying a steep price for something that doesn't mature you through loving attachment. You are paying a steep price for something that does not end in mature celebration. But instead, um, you you never grow to maturity. Um, and there is, at the end of the day, there is nothing to celebrate. You just have to go out and work some more to make some more money to buy what you think might satisfy you. What a what an absolutely poetic picture in those first two verses. And then I love the call to attention in verse two and three. Listen carefully to me. It's like a father to a child. Listen carefully to me, uh, parents out there, you know like how much you wish you could just sort of possess your child and make them make the decisions that you know they should make. This is, this is kind of desperation here. Listen to me, eat what is good, and you will enjoy the choices of foods. Pay attention and come to me. Listen so you will live. It is, it is a, a parent to a child saying, please take heed of what I'm telling you. Please trust me. I know your current circumstances are going to tell you something different. I know your dumb friends are going to try to get you to you know, jump off the third story into the swimming pool. I know in your youthful exuberance it feels like that is worth celebrating. I'm telling you, it doesn't bring life. In fact, it may bring death or at least the police called from your neighbors. You know, this is the, the, that's the kind of feeling that I get from this. Pay attention. Listen, verse 3. Listen so you will live. Now, here is the hope. Here is why. Okay, this is the, this is the why we can flip the script and pay nothing for everything that satisfies instead of pay everything for nothing that satisfies. It is this. I will make a permanent covenant with you on the basis of, of the faithful kindness. I'm assuming faithful kindness is usually the word hesed in Hebrew, which is um, a really difficult term to translate. Um, it can mean loving kindness, but but I think it can be understood as loving attachment. Um, when you're attached to someone, you you don't leave them no matter what. Of course, the I, that's the idea of covenant, which is also what the song Holy is about. Okay, so... Back to my original recommendation to you to listen to that song. On the basis of the faithful, on the hesed, the attachment of David. In other words, the attachment of David to God. Remember what that attachment was like? A man, David was a man after God's own heart. David represented God to the people that he led. And then look what happens at the end of this. You will summon 
Okay, if, in other words, if you come to me, if you attach to me, I'm making a covenant with you. I'm going to make an unbreakable promise with you. We're going to enter into something special together. And when you do that, if you come to me, you will summon a nation you do not know. And nations who do not know you will run to you. You know what that is? That is the attractiveness of holiness. The promise there is that if you attach to me in loving, in my loving kindness and my said, if you come to me for all of your maturity, for all of your life-giving refreshment, for all of your celebration, if you come to me and you taste the food I have for you, people are going to watch the attachment you have to me and you will not even know who's watching. That's what he's saying to Israel, like, I, I am going to work through you to show my glory to the nations. I'm going to show the world what attachment to me looks like. The Lord your God, even the Holy One of Israel, has glorified you. That's the point of our glorification. Glorification meaning I'm going to give you a weightiness that the world is looking for. Um, all of the shallowness of spending on things that don't satisfy. It's like nothing, you know, you end up like um, the preacher in Ecclesiastes. This is vanity of vanities. All is vanity. No, no, no. He says, if you come to me, you taste what I have. You take the water, the bread, the milk, and the wine that I'm giving you. If you attach to me in loving kindness, if you have with me what I offered to David and now offer to you, people will notice the weightiness that I put in your life. They will notice your set-apartness, your holiness, and they will say, they will come to you and say, I want some of that. That rings true for me, rings true for my life, rings true for my experience and the people that I've been attracted to, um, the, the sort of sacrifices I've been attracted to. Um, it rings true in the song Holy, especially if you watch the video. Um, and what's beautiful is God chooses to bless the world through blessing us. God chooses to bless the world through blessing us. And he doesn't promise that he'll bless us with a lot of money. He doesn't promise that he'll bless us with, you know, uh, a um, upper middle class suburban American life. He doesn't promise that he'll bless us with lots of vacations. What he does promise to bless us with is his hesed, his attached, ongoing love. And that is what brings the refreshment of the water. That is what brings the maturity that comes from the milk. And that is what brings the celebration. It is a celebration of our relationship, our love, our chesed, our attachment to God. And so let's pray today a prayer of thanksgiving, City Church, and also a prayer that of the fulfillment of these verses through our church in our city, that it is our weightiness and glorification and holiness as we attach to God that will be a multiplying agent and draw many to him in our city. Let's be silent and then pray. Our Father, thank you for an invitation to bread and water and milk and wine that cost us nothing but cost you everything. Your son. Heavenly Father, thank you that even in all the suffering of the world and all the 
times that we ask why about pain and evil and suffering, there is a greater truth and an even more perplexing question is why do you choose to bless the world by blessing us? We don't deserve it. And yet it is there. Your attachment to us, to your people, is the way that you will bless the world and attach to all the nations of the world. Thank you, Father, for this invitation today. Remind us and have it quickly on our minds when we sort of become practical deists and forget that you're involved in our everyday lives. We, we lose the awareness of your presence and, and we just tend to be like the world in that we think we can buy our blessing. We think we can shop our way into blessing or we think we can work our way into blessing or we think we can vacation our way into blessing or we think we can um, Instagram our way into blessing or we think we can preach our way into blessing or we think it goes on and on and on of things that we try, ways that we try to purchase your blessing and yet there is an open invitation to come and partake of the attachment that has said the faithful loving kindness that you offer us without price. God, remind us quickly of the price you paid, the cross and the coming resurrection and the table that we will finally crack open that aged bottle of wine and we'll see what real Christian maturity looks like as we see not through a glass dimly, but we see you face to face. That is what is to come. And Father, make us a people that so dwell on that truth that your holiness, in your holiness, we become weighty people to our city that look at the way we act towards them, the love that we have towards one another and the overflow of that into our community that many would be drawn to you that we don't even know. But one day we will know. Thank you, Father, for your faithful kindness to us. We celebrate you today. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. Amen. City Church, go and watch Justin Bieber's and Chance the Rapper's song, Holy on video or listen to it on Spotify or wherever you get your music choices and also go and multiply the gospel.